got something for you. And hello, welcome to the Roto Slappers podcast live here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Um, we like to thank you all for checking this out. And I will start the show off by saying it is Memorial Day. So it is a day that we should take some time and we should remember the fallen ones. So I speak on behalf of everybody at the Bloodline Entertainment entertainment network when i say uh thank you and as you do know we are here for baseball i do have a surprise for you he is back from the dead today he is here with us you know who it is your indexes look behind you because that's where the rangers gonna be look who made it look who made it Somebody enjoyed the Memorial Day weekend. I did. I did. A little under the weather. Just a little. <laughs> so uh, I apologize in advance, but I couldn't leave my boy hanging, man. We got to do some roto slapping over here. <laughs> yeah, we. I had a little probably a different Memorial Day, but it was a good one today. I washed the cars. Nice. I hung this. I got this tape velcro tape for this garage screen that we have that we're putting up so i could sit in the garage i brought a tv out there i actually watched some baseball in the garage this weekend um so i put that up hung something on the wall i even pulled a drill out today oh look at that i got a little man you're doing doing the man tim tim the two-man taylor today so yeah i did get a lot done on my on my day off but uh that's good good stuff man i had some barbecue the other day so oh I forgot about that. I did grill some burgers and hot dogs, too. That's what I'm talking about. There we go. <laughs> there we go. At least you had some barbecue the other day. Yeah, yeah. We uh, barbecued a friend's house and, uh, man, ribs and some chicken legs, drumsticks. Man, I still got, like, two in the fridge. Those things are great. I, I took some home. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of – you know what? I'm, it's more common for the Memorial Day parties to be Sundays now than mm. on the actual Monday, but – yeah, work tomorrow. We all got work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get back to work. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. <laughs> but uh, we'll start with this. It is Memorial Day, so I figured there. So I figured I'll go through. I'm not gonna go through all the last forty years or however long it's we like the history of baseball. I was not gonna sit here all day and research that, but I figured. I go through down to about 1997 is where I ended and I went through and I, and I have the most notable Memorial day baseball performances. Uh, and I figured that's what we could kick it off with here. It's a little bit of a little Memorial day special. That'll work. There are some Memorial day tidbits before we get into that, that I do want to share. Also, um, did you, you should know this one. Do you know who debuted on Memorial day? Uh, was it Framber? Nope. Uh, I'm ash- I'm ashamed of you right now. <laughs> um, I'm gonna blame it on being under the weather. I, I can't remember. 
Derek Jeter oh, debuted on Memorial Damn. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yeah, the that most, makes sense. <laughs> I think the most notable baseball performance on Memorial Day was in the 70s, but I wasn't going to go back to the 70s and research the rest of that. Um, Dennis Eckersley threw a no-hitter on Memorial Day. Nice. And then later became a Hall of Fame closer. Yep. And Michael Jordan has a, had a lot of monster Memorial Days in the NBA playoffs. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> given, given. But uh, I'll get to the most the notable day. Since we are, it is a fantasy base, baseball pod. That's what we do on Monday. I'll get to the more notable ones. Um, Dylan, how's it going, buddy? Thank you for the graphic again for this week. I don't know if you saw it yet, Blake. He gave us a nice Memorial Day one. So we're about to, yeah. <laughs> but let's let's get started. So, as funny as it sounds, your boy. Speaking of uh, Framber Valdez, he just missed the cut. I think he had like a he threw nine innings, but I think he gave up like two runs a year ago on Memorial Day, and he didn't have double digit case. so he didn't make my cut. What I did though was. I left a threshold. You either had to throw eight or nine innings with double-digit strikeouts, or you had to throw a shutout. That that was my standard for pitchers because there was a lot of like halfway decent days when I went. The, I mean, I went through every game, like everything, all the way down to 1997 today. That's and right. I got all the rest of that stuff done. So that was a very productive day. I might add. I feel pretty pretty pumped about myself on that one. I feel like I got a lot done with that. <laughs> and now if and after today if there's ever a trivia game that has anything to do with memorial day baseball you'll know see Derek jeter debuted memorial day dennis eckersley threw a no hitter on memorial day so yeah now we'll start with the, the notable ones 2016 julie's chasin threw in a uh through nine innings one run four hits 10 strikeouts in 2016 Remember Julius Chastain? Oh, yeah. Uh, didn't he pitch for Colorado at one point? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 2015, Drew Hutchinson threw a four-hit shutout on Memorial Day. Hutchinson. Was he in for the Eight A's? Strikeouts. He, he kind of bounced around to a few different teams. Uh, okay. Only about a seven-year career when I, when I saw it. Okay. And I'd have to look it up and tell you exactly what teams he was on when he did that, but I know there was quite a few. Uh, 2014, this one you should know. 2014, he was on your squad when it happened. George Springer mm. went, went five for five, hit a dong, three RBIs, and five runs on Memorial Day. G five, for real. Nice, nice five for five day. Yeah. 20, <laughs> 2013. Jeff Samarja and Aaron Harang both threw shutouts and both had eight strikeouts in those shutouts in those games. Uh, 2011, Bartolo Colon for his shutout. And Mets legend, Kelly Johnson, uh, <laughs> Mike Napoli and Tori Unner all had double dongs in 2011 on Memorial Day. So three people hit two home runs uh, in 2011. 2010, another Rockies legend here, Ubaldo Jimenez. With a four hit <laughs> shutout, uh, nine Ks. The Rockies like Memorial Day. Uh, also in 2010, Alex Rodriguez, while on the Yankees at this point, uh, Grand Slam, six RBIs. 
on Memorial Day. Uh, 2009, Chris Carpenter. He threw an eight-inning shutout. Didn't make it. It wasn't, well, I can't even call it a shutout. Eight innings, no runs. He did have 10 Ks in that one. And in 2009, remember Freddie Sanchez? Oh, yeah. Freddie Sanchez, six for six, a home run and a stolen base in 2009. 2007, one of the most underrated third basemen of all time, Adrian Beltre. He hit. He had four hits. Uh, he doubled on in 2007, so he hit two home runs on Memorial Day 2007. 2006, Jason Jennings threw a two-hit shutout. Uh, in 2005, uh, may he rest in peace, all-time legend. Roy Halladay threw a two-hit shutout with 10 Ks. Also, David Ortiz hit double dongs in 2005. 2004, Carlos Guillen, Sean Casey, and Eric Munson. Another year where three players all had double dongs on Memorial Day. So all three of them had two home runs. 2001, Paul LaDuca. Remember him? My boy. I got his autograph. (laughs) He had a six-hit day. Six for six with the home run. Uh, 2000, Todd Helton was a, a problem. He had a monster year that year. So uh, 2000, Todd Helton on Memorial Day. He doubled on in 19. I'll finish up the rest here. 1999, A-Rod and Edgar Renteria both hit double dongs on Memorial Day. 1998, Slam and Sammy Sosa and Mike McFarlane both doubled on. And in 1997, Edgar Martinez and Jay Buhner both doubled on. Uh, on so you want you know the weird part about the 1997 one? What's that? Well, you know, you know by the names, right? Oh yeah. Wait, who'd you say, Buner and who? I said Edgar Martinez and Jay oh. Buner double dong in 1997. Oh, they are on the same team. Yep. <laughs> so mm-hmm. in 1997, two players in the same game on the same team, both double dong gone Memorial Day. So I figured that's it. I only went down to 1997. Like I said, Dennis Eckersley no hitter probably is the best one for Memorial Day, but um, yeah. Some guys had some decent days there on some on Memorial Day. Well, that that was a good trip down memory lane right there. I mean, I, I recognize ninety nine percent of those names. I think there was one I was like, I'm not sure about that one, but that, that I was... mean, how how else were we going to get guys like Paul Leduca and Carlos Guillen, Sean Casey, oh, Jason Jennings, all, all players, these names into the all players that I I, I enjoyed watching. Man, I, I enjoyed those days. What's Tim. up, Mr. King? How you doing, buddy? Uh, Devin, what's up, buddy? First bad Hall of Famer. I'm sure I don't know who you're talking about on that one. He's talking about Beltre. Ah, okay. Good call. Yeah. Yeah. Easy first bad Hall of Famer. Still, even if he makes the Hall of Fame, though, you know he's still going to be one of the most underrated. Yeah. He might. He's a top two set or third baseman of all time, probably, right? Top two. Yeah. (laughs) So I don't think many are ready for my take of third base. (laughs) <laughs> I think we were in our we were messaging months ago, like as the season started, we were like a weekend or I, I believe it. And I, I I'll just go ahead and say it like I got uh, my contacts falling as I'm talking. But I have I think Nolan Arenado damn right is my number one third baseman of all time. I'll say it. That's fine. I'll go with it. I'd say I'd say him, Bill Trade, uh This is where it can go. It can go a couple ways. Who are yours? Probably top. Schmidt after that. Uh, so who's your top? No, that's what I meant. 
Man, it's 1A, 1B with Beltran Schmidt for me. And so uh, Schmidt, I, so I get that. That's probably I, I, I would, And then probably Chipper for me after that. But I would uh, go with uh, Arenado when his career is over. He, he he might slip above Chipper for me right there. It's hard for me to not say. He just needs the offensive stats. That's the crazy part. Yeah, I think that's where he's like, right? Ten gold gloves, yeah, or something. So that's why I was. That's why I said screw it. I'm just going to put him one because I think that's where he's going to end up when he retires. The bat seems like it's not going to die off anytime soon, anyway. So it's at least to the cliff that it's going to fall off. So, uh yes, Schmidt's a popular one. Chipper, I like too. I know a lot of people probably put Brooks Robinson up there, but yeah. Uh, Ken Caminetti, that's my guy. That <laughs> <laughs> one MVP season. He was a good fielder, man. He had a he, cannon for an arm. He was fun to watch. He was fun to watch. Uh, he's another rest in peace guy, right? So, Yes, sir. Uh, we do have. So I am excited to bring it back because um, it's been a few weeks. We have not been able to do it, but I can bring it back. Today. The regression monster. He's back, baby. He's gone. gone. The the regression monster is back. He, I think he's finally catching up to Justin Steele. The guy who somehow survived with two pitches in 70% of the time throwing a bad fastball. Uh, Never seen luck like that. So it was, it was a matter of time. But two of his last three starts, five earned runs. Um, yeah. So I know someone who rosters Justin Steele and has told me nobody's falling for trading Justin Steele anymore. And he waited too long. And uh, yeah. he now I can't get rid of him. So you told, we, you told him a couple weeks ago. You told everybody, man. Y'all watching Roto Slappers up here. Roto Slappers. Y'all watching us. Y'all pay attention to what Street says. He said a trade month him. ago. We told yeah. him to trade him. There was no way. He his pitch mix was insane. Two pitches and 69% of the time he's throwing one of the worst graded fastballs in major league. So yeah, this was an easy one coming. You held on too long if you held on, but Justin Steele makes the, the regression monster. So now, do you have a good, bad, and ugly? I have a, a little bit, so if you want to throw it on there. We'll throw it on if you we if we half ass it. Look, this is the Memorial Day special. Yeah, it on, is guys. a really relaxed I'm version of this. My we'll get back to the the normal stuff because we got a couple other non baseball things I'm going to talk about before we wrap up here. But let's do it. All right, Blake, you want me to start it this time with good? Go for it, brother. I'll kick it off. My good this past week is um, Tony Gwynn has reincarnated himself into the Cincinnati Reds shortstop, and his new name is Matt McClain because that's (laughs) the kind of week that Matt McClain has had this week. Uh, Multi-hit game just every single day you look at it it's it's two for three three for four two for three three for four like what a week 
Matt McLean has had this week. So um, he is definitely my good. All right. My good, you know, now I'm looking at it. I mean, I'm going to always harp on Acuna Jr., man, because uh love the guy. He didn't have the greatest week. I mean, he had three RBIs, a couple stolen bases, but also good. And I think this is a trend here. If if you got a player, all you out there in fantasy baseball land, if you got a player that is not doing good, that should a good player that is underperforming, let me know. And I will throw them on my ugly list because every time I do that, it seems like the player starts to go off. But he didn't exactly go off. But the good is Jose Abreu with his first home run. Finally, finally. And, man, he enjoyed it. He, <laughs> he, he sprinted around the bases, if you saw the video, and then he, like, slid into, like, the, the dugout area where the guys were waiting for him. Like, he, it was kind of like he was sliding in the home plate. But then his last step bat, the A's decided to plunk him. Pretty sure that was the reason. But, um, man, come on, A's. Y'all aren't winning anyway. <laughs> that's, come on, man. <laughs> anyway, that's my, that's my good, man. Yeah, Brooke. Whew. It's nice to break that tonight. And I'm oh, sure man. he was so relieved to finally hit that first home run. I can't remember. It's over 200 games or something. 200 at bats. I mean, not games. Wow. <laughs> 200 at bats. But anyway, that was good. My, um, my bad. Well, Grayson Rodriguez. Mm. Six. Earn runs or more in three of his last five starts, and he is on his way down to triple A. And um, sorry, Bakley, the 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 show O's fan here. So, yeah, gonna go down and work on some stuff that hasn't all worked out for him here. Yeah, I think Bakley's more of a closet O's fan because he's really a Phillies fan. I know this from the World Series. He's yeah. The O's are his um. This is second team. His second team. Yeah. <laughs> but that's my bad. Yeah. Well, my bad is uh man. Luke Voigt. I'm pretty sure he's a former home run champ, right? He just got DFA'd by the Milwaukee Brewers. He was batting two twenty one. With five runs scored, zero homers, four RBIs, and believe it or not, two stolen bases. But uh, yeah, that's that's sad to see, man. Former, I'm pretty. I want to say, quote me. He was a home run champ at one point. Should we look it up? Yeah, man. I want. I want to be sure. So the good news is, you, it'll tell us on on baseball yeah. uh, reference because it'll. If you didn't know it, it'll bold the stat if he was the leader. So uh 2020, yep, 22 home run. He well, 2020. So he is. It counts, I guess. Eh, in quotes, it counts. Short, <laughs> he did hit 22 home runs in 56 games in that well, short season. Good. So that's pretty good. But yeah. uh, I knew I knew I'd read that somewhere. So I was I, I wasn't dead wrong on it. <laughs> yeah, he's always been a guy with a lot of pop in that bad. Not a yeah. Not an overly, not an overwhelmingly good hit tool, <laughs> but a lot of pop in that bat. Yeah, he get, he, he he makes uh, us uh, big guys feel kind of special. He's out there, you know. Yep. My ugly, 
Um, he's right on cue too to do something stupid. Was um, my ugly was Michael Kopech, and he he's the reason why he makes the ugly is because he made me look bad, which is ugly. Because he, uh, I played the song and everything for you last week when you tried to tell me to pick him up, and then uh, he goes out there and has has the best start probably that he had all season. And, um, had a 33 CSW percent. He generated 16 whiffs on 92 pitches. That's really, really good. Uh, I think the best part was, though, most of the, the whiffs all came on the forcing fastball, and he threw um, – he had four called strikes on the on the slider. So he was setting it up pretty nice, and he was getting the slider over for strikes too when he needed mm-hmm. that they weren't swinging. So it was it was one of his good starts. And then, of course, they were on as we're going here. So I was watching that game before we kicked this off, and he looked sloppy again out there. So that's that's kind of what I, I figured out of him. Yeah. He, he, he reminds me of – so you're going to talk – you're getting waivers. I saw it. So he was 40. I don't know if this other guy's going to be on your waivers, but I when I was looking at roster percent – Kopech was up to 40%, 42%. So he was still under the threshold. Uh, Mackenzie Gore was only 26% rostered. Oh, I'd, wow. I'd rather have Mackenzie Gore rest of season than Michael Kopech. I've got a lot of shares of Mackenzie Gore, actually. <laughs> I mean, I just would. I, I just believe there's swing and missed up is more realistic with him than what we saw from Kopech. Right? Yeah. What I had read from Kopech, I'm pretty sure, is something about his fastball was up a, a couple ticks or something. It was up like a couple ticks. His velocity was definitely so, up. He maxed at 99. That's see, that's that's nice. So, but he's falling back to to earth. That's what I said. And he made and he made some adjustments on delivery. Okay. He had some different like release points and stuff like that. So Kopech has been working on certain things like that. So I'm not completely counting him out yet. But I just yeah. think it's gonna. I just think it's gonna be a lot like a Jack Flaherty. Right? Okay, that's that's probably why I still kind of have him ranked side by side. I think it's going to be a lot of help. you're going to see the good at times, and then you're going to see like what the, did I just watch? You're going to, you're going to, <laughs> you're going to see like, the bad and the ugly too. <laughs> yep, the, the good, the bad, and the ugly. So that's well, why he makes my ugly. But no, he made me look stupid, so that's why he. Makes me look <laughs> well, uh, I I would hang on to him for now just because of the uh, state of the uh, pitch of uh, pitching in fantasy league baseball. And uh, so I would just hang on to him for a little bit. And if he keeps if he keeps uh, doing what he did, you said today, yeah, like I say, pick him up when he's hot, drop him when he's not. Uh, so my ugly, <laughs> this is going to be a little bit weird for you guys, but uh, my ugly, I'm actually going back to my good. It's still a Abreu. Abreu, you got to keep going. And I'm saying this because every time I put somebody on my ugly, they seem to prove me wrong. Bregman did it. Um, I, I'll have to look back at all the ones that I that I put. I uh, anyway, Manny Machado. He did it. You know, until he got injured. People I put on the ugly list, they seem to jump back up. It's it's a it's a gift and a curse. But Abreu, man, still he's negative one point two WAR. That is not like him for his career. And uh, he is a little older. We've already gone over Abreu, but uh, I just wanted to throw it on there and be like, ah, here's your little gift, Abreu. I'm putting you on my ugly list, bro, and uh, go out and hit a couple more home runs. <laughs> yes, little starter. 
Yeah. All right. Uh, that's always a slow uh, starter. Yeah. So that's all I got for good, bad, ugly, man. You want to know what's kind of funny right now? Mm-hmm. I do. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you afterwards. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to show them right now. Because <laughs> it could be a massive change that him and I might have to do. So I'll show them. But anyways, that's a whole other topic. All right. All right. I'll be uh, patiently waiting. <laughs> I went on a tangent there for a second, but because something was uh, pissing me off. But anyways, okay, that's good. So Jose Abreu is your ugly. Yeah, Michael Kopech was mine. Waivers, go ahead. Let it rip for the people. Waivers. I have uh, three position players and uh, one pitcher this week. And uh, throughout the week, I will be throwing them on Twitter. So catch me at. Big TX Baseball, Big Texas Baseball, and uh, I always throw a waiver or two on there. And um, I'm going to start off this one. It's a little surprising. Only 12.5% owned is Mr. Marcelo Zuna, outfielder for Atlanta. He's not having the greatest time right now with uh, some of the opposing teams with the whole uh, swing in the that and uh, hitting a catcher and that no i won't get into that we'll just say in his last seven games he's slashing 346 393 769 with three homers and five rbis go ahead and pick him up while he's hot man if he starts you know fizzling out drop him uh my second my second waiver pickup uh you mentioned uh we we uh, talked about him you and i earlier in the week mr mac mcclain Shortstop for Cincinnati. Believe me when I say Cincinnati is going to be bringing up some prospects. You know it as well. Streets, you know it all too well. They're going to be bringing up prospect after prospect. They're going to be good, man. But uh, right now, McLean's only 14.4% owned. <clears throat> His last seven, he's slashing 484, 343, 774. You called him the reincarnation of Mr. Tony Gwynn getting, you know, multiple <laughs> hit game after multiple hit game. This last seven, he had two homers, seven RBIs. He threw in a stolen base. He has a little speed over there. <clears throat> My last waiver, this is a deep, deeper league, and if you follow me on Twitter, you uh, you got it. I, I said keep an eye on Mr. Nolan Jones, an outfielder for Colorado. He's only 1.2% owned. And that's probably, you know, he's that might be deserving. <clears throat> but this is, this is a deep league at or stash. So since he's been called up, he's he's three four eleven with a double, two RBIs. Not you know, but he's in Colorado and he has speed and power and pretty good, decent plate discipline. I'd go ahead and stash him if you had a spot. Uh, that's my uh, three um, batters, batting waiver ads. <laughs> my one pitching, um, pitching it's getting. It gets scarce out there. I mean, I know there's a couple guys for the Dodgers, but I'm pretty sure they're over 50% owned. I try to do under 50% owned whenever I'm doing these waivers. But uh, Kyle Gibson, starting pitcher for uh, Baltimore, he's 18.7%. He was what you would call effectively wild against the Yankees uh, his last outing. Um, but he, he does have six wins 
And his next start, he's uh, facing a not-so-good offense in the Cleveland Guardians. So might be worth a pickup for at least that game. But, I mean, you might want to hold on to him. There's not that much out there. I mean, he's only 18.7% owned, surprisingly. So that's my waivers for the week. And, uh, keep yeah, I would agree. Stay, stay tuned to, to Big Texas Baseball on Twitter. Make sure you stay tuned to that for all – all your pickup, drop it like it's hot needs. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. Matt McClain would probably be my top priority. That would be that would be my um, number one must go get guy. Only fourteen point four percent rostered in ESPN leagues, so definitely available in twelve team and less leagues everywhere still. So yeah, and you uh, definitely scooped him up quick. I saw that. <laughs> So, yeah, it was finally, it, I finally, you know, sometimes you just have to let the other team dictate what you do. Uh-huh. And instead of just trying to pick up pitchers and do things, I kind of just sat back and let him and let them go. I didn't p- do any streaming, didn't pick up any relief pitchers to stream, starting pitchers to stream, nothing. Sat back and kind of saved my moves, and I was able to actually make some, like, offense moves in in this one this past week, which turned out to be magnificent. Although I found... We did learn a nice loophole in the ESPN <laughs> platform this uh, this past weekend too. Apparently, twelve if it has twelve start max, it doesn't really. It's not really a twelve start max as long as you did not reach that limit by Sunday. You could if you have eleven starts going into that day, you could start. If you have eight pitcher spots, you could start eight pitchers if you wanted to on Sunday. So, um, we definitely we learned yeah. that little tidbit this past week. But yeah, McLean. <laughs> Um, this was a guy a year ago who hit 17 home runs and stole 27 stolen bases in double A. So he definitely has some, some pops and a little bit of run in that game. So speed aspect. Very nice. Very nice. Like that. Spencer steer. Did you say him? I was trying to fix him. I did. I did not bring him up. No, that's another guy. The Reds have some interesting. Yes. He's the the first baseman, man. They, they, they have, and, and they still got Ellie in the waiting. So third base qualify too right now for, for Spencer steer. So you get first and third base qualification, but yeah, he's having a, a pretty big week and he was a guy that I had in my rankings pretty high coming into the season. There's a little bit of a breakout candidate. So looks like we're seeing that. Yeah. They, you, so it's funny you say that about Ellie coming up. I just read a article that they might not even know. They might not have room for Jonathan India. Yeah, that's crazy. And he's, he was a rookie of the year a couple of years ago. <laughs> Rookie of the year, and he's off to having a pretty good start. He's season, a good so second so. baseman, man. <laughs> so it looks like they're going to have to – they could probably use an arm. So they might have to trade one of these bats at some point to to, uh, to do that. Cincinnati could always use an arm, it seems like. <laughs> and a couple other guys I'll add to the waivers is um, Ryan McMahon was probably dropped by everybody, even though I had him as a like the 15th-ranked third baseman is a nice corner middle infield option. Um, he's starting to get it going a little bit this season and he's only 10% rostered. And you know how I like you ride the Coors wave when you can ride the Coors wave uh-huh. when they're, when they're hitting at home. So uh, yeah, three home runs his last week his, his past week. So for him, another guy that's, I, I don't think he's ever going to be 25% rostered, but I keep telling people like if by the end of the season, he's going to be a top, 
He's going to go hot, really hot at times and really cold at times, I feel like, throughout the season. But when it's all said and done, he's going to end up being a top 20 option at the position. Um, so Michael Conforto also bouncing back a, a little bit. Yeah. Um, he's he's hitting 423 with three homers the past week. So another option out there. Season stats. His season line is exactly how I expect the season line to kind of be. 240 average, 344 on base percentage, uh, slugging mm-hmm. about 463. That's probably how we read it out at the end of the season, but that's that could equate to 28 home runs, um, 25, 28 home runs when it's all said and done. So uh, Michael Conforto, only 17% on. I like him. Uh, Rugnet Odor is kind of hot, but stay far away from him. Uh, don't ever – I don't even know. He, just no. Don't even tell yourself yes. You know what? You know how that's going to end. Uh, however, <laughs> a guy I do like is the super utility man that I, that I kept in my rankings – floating around the top 300 was Brendan Donovan. Um, he's also kind of hot right now and he could play just about everywhere for you. So <laughs> on your team. So it's another kind of guy I, I, I'd like pitcher wise. Yeah. The pitchers are tough. It is a, if you go to stream these days, it huh. is a barren wasteland. Yes. There's just nothing out there to stream. Um, so just, Godspeed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I, I, I limited out on my pitchers this week, and I wasn't even streaming. I was just picking up some guys that I'm hoping. Uh, Garrett Whitlock came off the aisle, and I was like, all right, I'm going to add him and see maybe, you know. <laughs> and uh, that's the first time I've ever limited out on pitching. And I was like, wow, I wasn't even trying to stream. I was playing somebody who wasn't really even paying attention, so I didn't have to stream anything. But when you're playing somebody who's not paying attention, like you were saying, it's it's almost exactly like what you were doing. You were letting the letting what they do dictate. Well, he's not gonna pay attention, so I'm not gonna have to stream any pitchers. I can sit on the guys I have, and hopefully they have good starts. I can figure it out, you know. Yeah. Anyway, I so just to my I guess they're not real. I've said them every week. It's like I'll read. Just I repeat it over and over and over and over. But uh, I don't know how guys like – what is Logan Allen's roster? Because you have him. You used him today and he had a monster game, by the way. But, he he uh, did. But Tanner Bibby, only 21% rostered. Taj Bradley is only 25% rostered. Like if you're – I don't know how you can – people could be looking to stream pitchers so badly and can't find anything, and these guys are only 25% rostered. So, uh, exactly. like – I. It's it's kind of crazy. So those would be mine. They would honestly be on mine. I, what is Logan? Are you looking right now? I'm looking right now. Logan is. He's eleven point five percent rostered. Jeez. Yeah, Come see, on, that's guys. I mean, he had a, he had a couple clunkers, but not not nothing horrible. I mean, the most runs he's given up is three. <laughs> so over six. Oh, he had three runs and. four. Four innings against Anaheim back on the twelfth, but that—I mean, other than that, man, he had ten Ks. Is that uh, today? Yeah, yeah, that's kind of wild. So, those of you looking for um, starting picture options, some of them are there, I guess. They're, they're there. I, I'm surprised that that's so uh, low uh, rostered. Oh, what is Bryce? I don't have I have none of shares of him. I was curious what he was too. So let's take a look at that. Hold on. 
Harper? No, Bryce Miller. I was like, Harper's got to be a 99 at least. He's 72%. So, like, okay. people ride. I, don't get me wrong. He was super hot, and he had an insane run. All those 20-point games he was putting up like that. But I, I would say that, like, Logan, Tanner, and Taj have just as good as stuff. So, so like it's one of those things where go get it. So, because they might have one of those runs here, I wouldn't be surprised that your guy tore it up today if he goes on a run where he has three weeks in a row of eighteen to twenty point games. So, but that's it. I don't really do waivers, but I just added those guys in. So, oh, those are all good ads right there. (sighs) I, yeah, we're not gonna no stonks today. None of that stuff. I did have uh, – we did more baseball than I thought. I'm actually quite impressed we made it 37. Um, I'll keep you around because I did have – I planned some other stuff today, not knowing if you were going to make it. Um, so we'll have some fun with this, and we'll see what um, you think. All so, right. as you know, I stay pretty busy on the Roto Slappers. And on uh, also go to the website, bloodlinenetwork.com. Tune Yep. You can catch all the written content there. One day Blake will have an article on there. And you can go get the waivers. <coughs> uh, you gotta get you just gotta get the, the juices flowing one of these. That's all. Yeah, that's all. I, 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 I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. All <laughs> right. I said I'd I said I'd do Twitter and I finally did it. I'm gonna do waivers. I'm gonna do it. But I did so tight ends are coming out tomorrow in my okay. ranking then i'll have my top 200 basically we'll do the following week so everybody can see the entire top 200 for redraft this is football now we're talking and yes that's, that's well, football. You, blake I, I does throw, play fantasy football so i can throw in i'm not i'm not i'm i'm nowhere near the knowledge of streets right here fantasy football wise at all but uh my my uh my sleeper tied in i don't know how much of a sleeper he is is uh laporta is that how you say it for um, Detroit, the rookie tied in? Um, I'm, I'm picking him up as much as possible late late in drafts. Sam Laporte. Yeah, I don't do rookie tight ends. We've talked okay. about that. I, when I broke down tight end. <laughs> yeah, rookie just... tight ends don't usually show out. No. Uh, I just got a good feeling about Laporte over there in Detroit. Don't get long-term could be a stud. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna. I won't disagree with you on that. I just don't touch rookie tight ends until it's super late um, in redraft because mm-hmm. it's a, it's a, it's a decade each time before each time you see a rookie tight end have some big season. It feels yeah, like, yeah, like no. I, if I if I'm when I'm getting Laporta, it's I'm getting them late. Uh, I, oh, I, it's fine. And by and the back of your bench, I just don't put too much stock in it. Yeah, That's all I'm. I missed them in that best ball draft, man. By one pick, I was so mad. <laughs> So most of my tight ends will be, you'll see the, as the ranking comes up, you're going to see a lot of, not a lot of rookies in the top no, 24. No. So they will round out the top 30, but not many will be in the top 24. Um, not, I don't think one of them are in the top 24 for my redraft ranking. So little preview for you, a little sneak peek on that one. But last week I did drop quarterbacks mm-hmm. and, so. um, a little sneak peek at that that we'll go over my top 12 my top i'll give you 13 just for a little bonus play but uh just because i like that guy but i want to get your take on it 
my okay. top 12. So this means this means every team in a 12 team league could have one of these guys. So obviously Mahomes is my one. All right. Who's your two? I like Josh Allen. I'm a Josh yeah. Allen fan. I have Jalen Hurts too. Yeah, most people do. Uh, I've seen I, mainly Hurts number two. I see a Allen. lot of Allen too. So yeah, I yeah. see a lot of Allen. Um, and it's I can't. I'm, it's you're not wrong either way. I just fear when we do the Rotosloppers mock, I'm going to take Hurts over him, and I'm going to say the same thing again. I Josh Allen's just a little bit older, and I fear. They're going to take some of the rushing touchdowns. Like, they're not going to make him run down there too much as, as often as he was. I don't think they want him running for 700 yards again as he starts to get a little older, too. So, I just think at some point they start protecting him a little bit. And he's still going to have big fantasy years. I just don't know if he quits. He just, he, he like looks for contact, too, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's not going to last forever, but no. But and I think good. that's why it's going to be more of a conscious effort to protect him a little bit more. And I, where I think hate hurts this season still get runs wild. So enjoy it while that lasts. That's the only reason they have them too. Burrow's my four. Mm-hmm. That's probably agrees with everyone. And I have Fields five. You just you sniped them from me, by the way. I saw so that. you probably I, agree with that. Yeah. Um, Fields can throw, man. The the guy he, he was a good passer in college. I mean, I think there was a misconception that he wasn't he wasn't a, a good thrower. I think he he's gonna show out. He might sneak up into the top three. <laughs> Never know. Sorry, I'm watching this game seven as you're talking about that. Yeah, I, I agree. I think he can. He throws a, one of the most pretty deep balls I've ever seen. So he's a great uh, deep ball quarterback. He's got to get a little bit better at some of those shorter um, intermediate routes. But I think when he has wide receivers he can trust, it'll help uh, tremendously out there. So, yeah, the upside with the rushing is there at five. And then I got Herbert, Jackson, Lawrence, Prescott, Cousins that round out my – the rest of my top 10. Yes, I have Kirk Cousins as my 10th ranked quarterback this year. Uh, they just throw the ball. That offense throws the ball a lot. They're going to throw the ball a lot again. It's just the scheme. It's the way that coach likes to do it. Um, they're going to be top four in pass attempts easily this season. Um, when you got yeah. Justin Jefferson. You got to throw the ball to him, bro. TJ Hawkinson, they added yeah. uh, Jordan Addison. So he rounds out. Um, then I have Watson, Daniel Jones, and Anthony Richardson. Yep. So I do have a rookie coming in at 13. There's a chance that if he starts the season, like I have mentioned many times, if he if he's gonna start as their quarterback, he might move up from 13 into like 12, 11 for me. That's how much that rushing upside really oozes to me. So anything you would have different. We'll get little little Blake sure, Kendrick I'm football not action. Sure, if I would have Jones right there. I, I mean, what do you think about Goff? Um, he's got he's got a lot of weapons. That might have been an outlier of a season, but I don't know who I would trust more, Daniel Jones or Jared Goff. I mean, because as to me, Goff has more weapons. Uh, I don't think. Well, man, I have Goff eighteen. <laughs> that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty low. I, I, it is more of a – it is definitely more of a – was it like a fluke type thing? Um, but that's kind of what it gets to after – I have two of 14. And then like 15, 16, 17, 18 are Smith, Stafford, Wilson, and Goff. And they're, they're very similar and they're very different in many ways. And it's it's like a – two are hurt, two need to – like one was hurt when one needs to bounce back. It's a prove it year. For, for Wilson, one needs to prove he's healthy in Stafford. And then Golf and Smith 
kind of like are the can they repeat it? But I have them all grouped right there together. They're yeah. gonna. I'm scared about Gino, and I have I have some I have some stock in them too. <laughs> I'm scared about Gino, but you, you know <laughs> what, Daniel Jones. I mean, you've seen it now. The, the guy can run, man. I, I I loved it when they uh they were calling him Vanilla Vic, man. That was. That was <laughs> But that's what does it. So the rushing for me is always what gets me yeah. into, the, uh, into the thing, and, and it carries you. And if you could, if you if you're a rushing quarterback, that the rushing yards just equate fantasy points. It is what it is, and um, that's why they they rank where they rank for me. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I'm a little worried about Lamar if they're 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 really setting in. They're they're gonna be passing. They're gonna be throwing. That, yeah, that Todd one. Munkin. Todd, Mon- Todd Munkin going to Baltimore, I think is going to help that offense a little bit. I think it's good for Lamar to throw the football a little bit more. Yeah. Oh, I, I, he's still going to rush, but. Yeah, he's got to show me that he can really throw that much, though. I want to I want to see it. I know I know the guy's a good player, man. I've been watching him since college, but I have not. We'll, we'll, we'll see. And I mean, they, they got him yeah. some good weapons. They brought in. Uh, oh, um Paid him a lot too. Uh, how oh. was his name? What, what his name? Odell Beckham. Beckham. Yeah, they they paid yeah. him a lot. Everybody was laughing like he wasn't going to get that money. Well, he got that money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Odell Rashad Bateman has to stay healthy. He's got to prove that he can he can make it through that season. But uh, he's a talented wide receiver. So with Bateman, Beckham, um, they added Zay Flowers, one of them. Darlings of this draft at wide receiver. Some had him as the most talented. Some really, really high on him. Some not so much, but still. And probably the number number two tight end, Mark Andrews. He is the number two tight end. If you just if you go to bloodlinenetwork.com again, you can go read the 120 round two is there. And as yep. of right now, I still have him as a second round pick. I have him at 24 for me ranked. Um I Mark Andrews easily still my my second ranked tight end and I, I talked about him in that article i think he's he is legit he is he's to me if you don't get kelsey i think he's the next he's the guy the next guy in line that can yeah. give you that monster season we've seen it two years ago a lot of people are going to take their victory lap saying there's no way he was going to repeat it but he was he was still tight end four a year ago and that's after slowing down tremendously in that second half but that was from he battled injuries and Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson was hurt. So it, right. it's it's like um so there was some outliers to it, but he had some monster weeks to start the season in those first couple months again. So mm-hmm. he was easily well on his way to that, but you just said it. Todd Munkin is gonna kick up the passing volume, I believe, a little bit in that offense, and it's gonna be just enough that hit Lamar Jackson's number one target, who will be Mark Andrews, is gonna have a, a pretty big year. So that's my. I, that's what I believe, and that's why I still take him where I take him. Right at that turn, that two-three turn for me. That's kind of that's right. Going. That's right where I took him last year in my my main, uh, you know, home league draft, and I was happy with it. Still yeah, a lot of people are going to call it. They're going to call me crazy because they're going to say I'd rather do the third round, maybe later third round for Mark Andrews after the year he had last year, or I could get T.J. Hawkinson like a round later. I get it, and I think that's okay, and I think T.J. Hawkinson's a fine option too, but. I just think Mark Andrews has the, the upside. Yeah, he's more talented, be, man. Correct. He is, and he just is the one A of that offense. Like Kelsey's the one A of that Chiefs offense. To Mahomes, like Andrews can will be that he. 
no matter what CJ Hawkinson said, he's going to be second in line to, jo- to Jefferson. Mark wow. Andrews could lead the Ravens in targets. Yeah. Todd Munkin sure. offense. So I feel like that's, that's where I have him ranked at two. So I agree with you there. So. Something that will never happen uh, is the 49ers become a passing offense, but I love George Kittle, man. I wish he, he, he was <laughs> and the guy, the guy's just like, he can block, he can catch. He's, he's, he's a great player, man. But I mean, he's still fun to watch whenever they do get him the ball. Yeah. He's Kittle will win you weeks and then lose you weeks. That's his MO. Right. But that's just the yeah. offense that he plays in and in the role mm-hmm. that he does. Like if you would just put him out there to go play to catch balls, on a uh-huh. team that threw a ball a lot, yeah, he's a monster. Definitely, t- if we're looking at pure talent of the tight end position on both ends, we're talking blocking um, and receiving ability combined. He might be the most talented yeah. tight end. I agree. Um, I agree. Although Kelsey's blocking, I'm not going to short him. It's gotten better. It's gotten um, way better. Yeah, he he definitely was just a catch first tight end for quite a while, or pass catching first tight end for quite a while. But um, Kittle. Well-rounded for sure. Look at that, Blake. I wanted to get see. That's why I said Memorial Day. We'll get we'll do some Rotoslippers baseball, but I figured you'd have some fun also doing a little bit of football. Change yeah. here on him on Monday also. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I love talking fantasy sports, baseball or football. That's all I do. But yeah, <laughs> I'm not even tuned into the game seven. Who's winning that? By the way. Miami was Miami's winning. Oh wow! I saw. I think that's. I turned my head for a second and it looked like they were winning. So I'll yeah. let you know it's at now. It's at commercial, but um, so that does it for us, buddy. Now you can go enjoy the rest of your Memorial Day. Um, where can they find you? Man, you can find me on Twitter at Big TX Baseball. Stands for Big Texas Baseball. I will drop in a few waivers. For y'all to pick up, I like to stream an outfielder a week. Uh, just you know, outfield is usually at this point four outfielders. You could stream one of those guys like you would a pitcher, in my opinion. I mean, and you could insert them in and out, in and out. Whoever's hot, pick them up. If they're not, drop. Uh, your 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 line, drop it like it's hot, dude. Yeah. Pick them, pick them up wise, or, or what pick is it? Pick them up wise, hot. Drop them when he's not. When he's not. Yeah. I'm going to, I still have to create that song. <laughs> Drop him when he's not. <laughs> Good parody song. I got a project to work on for you. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that's where you can find me. And uh, once again, thanks to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Tune in to Roto Slappers every Monday, same time, 8 p.m. Thank y'all for tuning here. in. You know me, I'm Streets. You can find me at Streets of Don on Twitter. Um, you can find me, you can find all my work, bloodlinenetwork.com. The 120 series is off. We are gonna, I'm gonna take a break on the 120. We're taking a break on the 120 because this Saturday, special announcement to make. Um, you know, Tim King and I, um, we are going to start the mock draft. So we're going to do a little mock draft. We're going to think two rounds or something like that, or the first round, what something like that. But we're going to mock draft. So Roto Slappers football is back. And yes. so um, into the- joined by the Tim King show. So we are going to start a mock draft for redraft and get that kicked off and started. So I want to take a break from the 120 um, so we can get into that. And then we'll bring back the 120 round three. Uh, 
because there's going to be some interesting nuggets. I've always been a guy who said, like, I can't take quarterback in the top 50. Although this year, when we get to round three, you're actually going to see some quarterbacks now. Just kind of how it goes. So, yeah, the 120s out. Positional rankings. It's all there for you. Right now, you got quarterback. You got running back. You got wide receiver. You will have tight end this week. And next week, you will have the top 200. I'm not ranking kickers, and I'm not ranking defense. So don't ask. Not going to happen. Uh, <laughs> so the rankings roll is happening. We, you have Tim King did the Superflex rookie rankings. You can go find there on the bloodline network.com. I have my redraft rookie rankings that you could also go find once again, plug it bloodline network.com. So yeah, we are off and rolling. And I think we, I think we're actually going to do some dynasty rankings too. So we're going to get you those overall rankings, not just rookies right now. Sweet. So, We'll get that going also. So we are busy at the bloodline network.com and the bloodline entertainment network is always busy tonight. Stay tuned after not right after a little bit after like a 11. I don't know what 10 o'clock 11 o'clock. I forget. I have to look it up because it's always the central thing. Either way, JD, the first lady herself, she's going to go play some video games again, exclusively on Twitch. So make sure you go follow the bloodline entertainment network. Um, on Twitch and go watch JD. She's going to play some Detroit, not human game. I probably botched the shit out of that name, but that's what she's going to go play. So go, <laughs> go check her out as she plays that. And then stay tuned the rest of the week. Yeah. Um, Top notch wrestling. Quite a few guys who do the wrestling and they do it better than anyone else here. Um, movies. There's movies. Now we got that's some movies tough. that you add into here too. So, we got it all. Sports, um, yep. movies, entertainment, the whole nine yards. Video games, you got it all here, right on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And you can find it on all the major audio platforms. Twitter. Uh, or, that's not an audio platform. I'm talking like this podcast, Blake. If you did not know, you can go get it on Apple Podcasts if you ever need to. Did you know that? Hmm. I did. I was not aware of that. That is good info to know. See, there you go. I always forget to plug that one too, because uh, I had one guy, I had it on when I was at work. um, And that's what I was watching. I was listening to it on my phone and he goes, Hey, I play fantasy baseball. What is this podcast? I was like, Oh, this is the Roto slappers. I didn't even tell him that I was on it at first. I was like, Oh yeah, this is just the Roto slappers podcast. It's, It's fantasy baseball. He's like, Oh, what is that? Let me take that note. Roto slappers. I was like, there you go. See? So, for those of people out there that want to just listen to it, you can also go do that on most of the major audio platforms as well. Then you can find it on everything else. You can find it on every social media outlet um, from Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, and obviously right here on YouTube also. So um, thank you. We will be back Monday. I'll see you Saturday for Roto Slappers football. I'll see you, mm-hmm. Blake. I'll see you Monday for... Um, Roto Slappers baseball, and we'll get back at it next week. We are going to do our, we're going to take our victory laps and we're going to own our losses. So that will be the special next week. We're going to tell you what we got right and what we've gotten wrong so far. So stay tuned for that. (sighs) Thank you for all tuning in once again. um, Enjoy your Memorial day. Um, I, I speak on behalf of all the bloodline entertainment network. When we say thank you to those who made the ultimate sacrifice out there. Uh, We'll see you guys next time.
Acknowledge me. I've got something for you.